Div. Hello. I'm drinking on East Coast time today. Isn't it wonderful? Mm-hmm. A little 5.30 cocktail on the Friday. Yeah, 4.30 here. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm in Texas, but I'm uh, pretending like I'm in Louisville today. Uh, before we get started on today's subject, I have one question for you. What is it? How's your husband reacting to this Tiger Woods news? About the um, girlfriend or whatever, he's very confused. He's like, wait, is he still like dating her? And she's saying this stuff. <laughs> and he's he's asking me, and I'm just like, look, I don't have time for Tiger Woods tea right now. This past couple weeks of Bravo have taken over. I'll I'll get into it this weekend. I have no idea what Tiger Woods is even up to. I know that man. He can't he can't stay out of trouble. But my husband is in denial. My husband is like the biggest Tiger Woods fan ever. So he's so like just like man. he's like Team Tiger forever. And I'm of like, course. you really shouldn't say that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Wait until everything comes out. <laughs> like I'm like. That. Yeah, yeah. I'm like this seems this one seems a little bit fuzzy. Um, but just had to just had to put that out there before we get into today's to today's stuff. Um, but in more relevant news, um, yeah. So touched on this last week, obviously as I had to. Which um, if you watched the YouTube video of last week's podcast, you saw that I was in two different outfits because I recorded on two different days because the Scandal news hadn't broke yet when I first recorded. And I was like, I can't put out a pop culture podcast after this news broke and not mention it. So I had to like weave that in there. Um, but now more shit has come out and I had to get my resident Bravo expert and self-proclaimed um, Bravo Rain Man on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> a mess, so, child. A so mess. here we are. Um, and we're back a whole mess. So we're back to talk about Scandaval, which I'm rebranding as tomfoolery. I think that's a missed, <laughs> missed opportunity. Um, and we're also going to talk about the conclusion of Real Housewives of Potomac. We're going to touch on Real Housewives of Miami, but I'm not caught up yet. And um, we're going to tease a little bit of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, what to expect in the post-Lisa Rinna era. So God. first, let's back on all the way up to this VPR stuff. Um, Devin, what, tell me about, um, how you found out about Tom and Raquel. Tell me about your initial reaction and walk me through that, um, your emotional experience. I was gagged. I saw it on Twitter and I was like, wait, that's a misprint. Cause it was obviously Schwartz and I was reading and just my facial journey. This is like my Pearl Harbor. I felt like how the Americans felt <laughs> like listening to the radio, just getting the new updates because when one direction broke up that was my 9-11 because we could see the television coverage but with Scandal, it's like we're just getting little tidbits of information and then as more of the shit came yeah. out it's even more grimy and trying to explain to people who don't really know the Vanderpump rules yeah. dynamic they don't understand because they're so incestuous together you need like a map mm-hmm. to kind of go through how disgusting that is yes it was I was trying to explain it to my husband. Yeah, like, it's really hard to, like, draw. Yeah. It's just like, hey, if you, if your best friend got divorced and I was the only one who was nice to him, I started fucking him. <laughs> That's literally kind of how it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he stayed in our guest room. It's, 
when Dude, I saw that. Oh God. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because it's like, there are marriages involved or like there's engagements involved, marriages involved. There's homes involved, businesses involved. There's, there's a lot of mess involved. It's not just like dating relationships because people no. keep comparing it to like the Jax and Stassi and Kristen thing. But that's like, those are like 23, 24 year olds, like just kind of fucking around and it's not the same. Yeah. This is, these are grown people problems. I don't even know how to even like, like this, these are grown folk problems. I don't even know where to even begin because it's just, Tom, Tom never fooled me. I feel vindicated in my Sandoval hate because me too. Everyone always shits on Vanderpump Rules, but it's a very good way to sh- showcase toxic male friendships because they <laughs> yeah. have the – like I was telling you earlier, Sandoval had his bumbling oaf of a friend, Jax, with his, like, bazooka Jax. of bad behavior. <laughs> so Schwartz and Sandoval could just be like, oh, I'm the good guy. I'm not as bad as him. But no, never – fooled me I, well and in some ways like schwartz is also a bumbling oaf just in a different way than jacks it's like they're like the devil and the angel version of the bumbling oaf because schwartz is like the cute little like you want to pinch his cheeks like oh you're just such a little idiot and then like jacks you're like oh whatever jacks is just an idiot and then tom sandoval like ends up looking like the like smart put together hero but really he just surrounds himself with people who are like dumber than him yes and Schwartz, I can, I hate that weaponized, incompetent baby talking. I thought it was you, Bubba. That's why I made out with her. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. And it's so manipulative. Like, yes, but also, for the longest time, I did think that he and Katie were the perfect match. To be honest terrible. with you, like, <laughs> I... Yes. I didn't think they were ever going to get divorced. I was kind of surprised to see they were getting divorced because I thought that their dysfunction would kind of be the type of dysfunction that lasts forever. I didn't think that Katie was ever going to be like, I'm not doing this anymore. So I'm actually like proud of her because she's pleasantly surprised me because I really thought that she was going to be and be just one of those. I I think that Schwartz would have been happy with that. I think Schwartz would have happily been one of those couples that stayed in just like a dysfunctional marriage for oh 70 years. Whatever. Absolutely. And I remember when they, Sandoval was talking about like, oh, he's a battered wife talking about Schwartz. Schwartz is in. Kicks the door open and drag. Schwartz is in an abusive relationship, but it wasn't with Katie. It's with Sandoval. That is an abusive relationship. That's what it is. It's not Katie. Dude. Oh, my God. Clip it. Yes. That is so true. That is actually so true. Yes. And that's, but they're all in an abusive relationship with Sandoval. Like, Sandoval has always been kind of like the puppet master of the entire group. And Stassi's podcast was annoying the other day. I listened to like 35 minutes of it and I was like, I can't anymore, but it was really annoying. But one thing she said that I thought was valid is she was like, I think part of the reason Sandoval didn't like me is because I, I was the only one who ever like pointed the finger at him and he was like very protected and he felt like I was protected, which I agree that Stassi Mm -hmm. was protected. 
Yeah. I felt like I, like I think that they had the issue with each other because they played the same role, but Stassi played it with the in the girl group and Sandoval played it in the guy group. But like Stassi was the most powerful; of the, she was the queen bee of the girls. Like the Sandoval show. was the queen bee of the guys. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, Stassi was like I always like called Sandoval out for his bullshit, which is true. Um, and so she was like, I think that that's why Sandoval always was trying to like get me in trouble, which I agree with. Like, I think that Sandoval was always trying to find like a scapegoat. Yeah. Snitch on anyone really. (laughs) He, he was always like, Hey, everybody look away from me. Mm -hmm. And like, just don't like, just always needed a scapegoat. And like, okay, I want to talk to you about Miami girl. I believe that always. I always believed about Miami Girl, and I miss Crazy Kristen when she flew that bitch in and had her show up to the bar. But don't you think that's exactly where she went wrong? I do, but I appreciated it. Kristen has terrible delivery. If she would have just... Yes! And it didn't make any sense on why she was doing it, because she was with James, and her and James were, like, inspiring. Yeah, it, it it was like, it was so clear that she was right, but it was just like, but your motivation is what's being brought into question mm. because you're going so overboard. If you would have just been like, hey, this is what happened, take it or leave it. But also, why did Miami Girl go to Kristen? Right. And you, Kristen spent that money that they clearly did not have for a flight yeah. from Miami <laughs> to Los Angeles. Like, they were all yeah, they so were... broke. Like still in those apartments. Yes, yeah, so I think it was Sandoval's apartment where he was straightening his hair, ugh, and <laughs> she cut on the microwave and the power went out, mm-hmm. and he got so mad at her. Like their apartment, he got was so, so mad. Disgusting. Oh my god, I, that was the first I rem- I actually remember exactly what scene you're talking about because that was the first time I was like, I, f- I fucking hate that guy. That yeah. was the first scene with Sandoval that I was like, ooh, I hate him. Where I like turned on him forever after that straightener scene. I just didn't like. That was like, a big deal for me. I was so shocked that I even liked Vanderpump Rules because I don't like my Bravo Liberty poor. I really don't appreciate it. <laughs> like, she's probably really I get sweet, that. but Gina on Orange County gives me such anxiety and stress. So I'm shocked that I even liked Vanderpump Rules because they were just. I guess it was more real life. It's I different if they're all poor. It everybody it's different if they're all poor yeah and they're working for vanderpump who's super rich so there's still some of that like they when they go over to villa rosa you know and they're serving rich people and like sheena's fucking eddie Cibrian and that was all that fun crossovers that was a perfect crossover the beverly hills what a great episode i loved it it's so good yeah yeah, that was a dinner party from hell episode. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a classic. Oh, loved it. Okay, so um, something I haven't covered because it came out after the last episode is the the second round of PR statements that came out from both Tom and Raquel. Tomatoes. So the first statement that Tom, yeah, <laughs> tomatoes, yeah, uh, garbage, garbage garbage um tom's first statement was terrible um and he clearly had no help with it tom's first statement came from the heart 
and it was he apologized in shorts. Exactly, not the shorts, and not your common law married wife partner partner yeah i'm sorry schwartz that i did this to you yeah um so then the second one he said ariana's name like four to six times um and it sounded heartfelt so you know he didn't write it but it was a good statement (laughs) (laughs) but then raquel her statement um finally comes out and she says in it i'm not a victim she says that sentence but the entire statement is about how she is a victim you're you're acting like it you're saying that she's a codependent yeah she's addicted and to like you uh, maybe she is codependent maybe she is addicted to love but like all those people on that show are like cluster b personality types and are addicted to some kind of attention and love and that's why yeah. they were cast on that show and not everybody has perpetrated these egregious crimes against each other so well they kind of have but not to this degree not to that <laughs> so, degree she has been yeah. on this entire i'm not a victim but and then the whole thing with what's what happens live and with sheena i'm pissed off that sheena said she didn't hit her she should have said like yes i did um i, I believe like that sheena roughed her up yeah. Is what it sounds like. Because I, I I believe that Sheena roughed her up. But I it sounds like Sheena and her lawyer are like, I did not punch her. Yeah, I didn't She said in her police report that I punched her and I did not ball up my fist exactly. and punch her. I did an open handed I, I didn't punch you. Yeah. I bet she slapped her. I bet she pushed her up against the brick, like she said. Yeah, but because like- she because in her police report it said that, and she didn't dispute that part. So <laughs> I bet all of that happened. I bet she just didn't go, boom, Sheena and that's just the only part that too. she's like, she's, bitch. I've been a Sheena fan. Let I mean, me let me just have a minute. Let me have a minute I love because Sheena. everybody, <laughs> everybody in the VPR universe has been coming for me. For like the last decade about how I am a Shishu fan and I have been a ride or die Sheena fan. I know that she's, she's cringy. And she, yes. 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 And if you like anybody who likes Teresa, Luann, Ramona, like, you know, Vicky. Uh, yeah. Any of those kind of like housewives that you're Lisa Barlow. If, yeah. Like any of those kinds of housewives, if that's who you like to watch on television, then you're gonna like Sheena. Because Sheena, she first of all, she's a loyal friend, and yeah. I dig that. She is ride or die for Ariana, which, hello, we clearly are seeing now. Yeah. She's ride or die for Ariana, even though I don't care for Ariana, but Sheena does. <laughs> Sheena's a great friend to anybody who's loyal to her if you show her loyalty she's going to ride for you and there's also she they're so mean to her and she is and she is willing to laugh at herself she is willing to make a fool of herself and laugh about it with everybody else like with her good as gold shit she's in on her own joke and i (laughs) yes and her being like drag me i don't care i liked it i i think that's cool I dig people like that, and like in this house, we're Sheena fans. Stuart's a Sheena fan too. So dur- during the pandemic, I made my husband watch 
Vanderpump Rules from the beginning. Oh so my god. He's a huge fan of Vanderpump Rules. He's actually the person who broke the news to me. He saw it before I did it about this whole thing. Ghost dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's into it. So, but he he's with me. He likes Sheena too. So I know she's annoying. I get it. But being annoying is not, like, that big of a deal. It's not a crime. So I feel really vindicated right now as an OG Sandoval hater, Sheena lover. I'm like, I love it. (laughs) Sheena's, I think the reason why Sheena's so pissed off, because she's been getting a lot of shit on the interwebs for the way she's been acting this season with Raquel and Schwartz. So now she's like, all right, well, now I look like, here I am with egg on my face. I'm going to have to whoop yeah, your ass like, now. Yeah, she's like, you set me up. <laughs> you fucking did. Yeah. The entire time. So now I look like a fucking idiot, even more than usual. I'm going to whoop your ass. Yes. Well, and that's what I mean about about Sheena being a loyal friend. She's like, I am such a good friend, and you made me be such a bad friend to Ariana by putting me in this position. Exactly. You like, You, like, you know, fucked me over by way of fucking her over that's so fucked i just i feel bad for i feel bad for like sheena and ariana's friendship in that way but i like that ariana clearly like sees that sheena knew nothing about it you know yeah but months months so on kristen's podcast kristen said that schwartz has known about it for the last month so that means that that to me means that during this filming stuff when they were kissing and shit he was, that he didn't know mm. so does that mean that that sandoval and raquel set schwartz up yes and schwartz is too blind he'll, he'll never get rid of sandoval but you realize your friend That's totally crazy. just like screwed you over your best friend your lover it basically <laughs> set you up and then the internet is so Dude. crazy i love how people are sending like bad r- reviews to like the tom tom and the sandoval sandwich shop they're like they have rats <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb though because it's like a national news story at this point and they're like worried about that and it's like hey yeah like people might not go but it's not because of your bad reviews it's because of the bad press yeah it's not the like yeah it's it's not the reviews it's not like people like sabotaging your business it's because you're getting bad pr right now and people you're not where people want to spend their money exactly not on you they'll go to they'll get the stuffed goat cheese balls from (laughs) yeah (laughs) pump or sir yeah 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 i don't so dumb okay so yeah, the PR statements were trash, boo-boo. I mean, just just terrible. Um, so Raquel, I guess, she's like, she's like, I'm getting therapy. But she keeps, like, getting, like, these, like, she keeps doing, like, pap walks, which yeah. is crazy to me. And then she said she was leaving L.A., but then she was photographed, like, right outside L.A. Yeah. Um, and she's like, she was said she was going home to be with her family, but which her family's in Arizona, but she was photographed in California. She, their whole, this whole press thing, I don't know, because she, when Tom Sandoval was caught in her apartment. Yeah. And then the next day she's like sending out all the lawyers. She's like, he, letters, yeah. Revenge porn. So here's, here's the way that I interpret that. 
it seems to me as though she is threatening Ariana and her camp um, because Ariana sent that video to herself when she found it on Tom's phone. Collecting so evidence. she's she threatening. Right. But it's like she's threatening Ariana for like disseminating it mm. instead of like Tom of taking it. Even, yeah, but she, even though she's claiming that she like, yeah, didn't like t- took it without his consent, which I don't believe because like, doesn't FaceTime tell you when FaceTime tells you when somebody takes a screenshot? Yeah. And so like, wouldn't FaceTime it. tell you when somebody's recording? That's what I was thinking, too. But then again, if she would have listened to Stassi, the earlier seasons, never record yourself having sex. People are always going to find out when when people are oh, it's always going to come out. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not victim blaming. I'm not at all, but I just always kept that. Well, cause it, she's head. not a victim. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's not a victim because nobody's seen it. Yeah. She's not a victim, a victim of what? A victim of being exposed, of getting her affairs exposed. What is she a victim of? She has not, the, like, this is not a Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian no. moment. The, this has not been disseminated. It's not on the interwebs. Nobody even like, and like, please, please. No. And just the thought of those two people just know that it exists. Like I know they're, they're they both have the worst the, voices. Just the thought of them like having a <laughs> sexy conversation <laughs> is probably the worst. I was going. <laughs> oh my god, the dirty talk because they're both so whiny. Yeah, I was about to make a TikTok yesterday because um that clip of at the very end of the episode from this week when she's like well good thing you don't have like a man to fucking like for me to take from you around (laughs) it's like what language was that and you have sandoval what are you saying who needs a lozenge or like a whatever what's a little neti pot he's like ariana i just just really want us to be together you don't talk to me ariana i just i just have been working so hard okay i i hate him i i never like sandoval i know i have no respect for that man and his gap teeth (laughs) (laughs) gap teeth on a woman chic you. Gap teeth on a man, jail. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> As a man, why do you? <laughs> As a man, why do you have gap teeth? Yeah. Okay. So Kristen's filming. I'm pumped about this. She's the only one that I want back. I don't want to see fucking Jax. I'm excited about Jax and Brittany on Watch What Happens Live, but I don't need to see Jax in in this world again. He's like 50. He's seriously like closer to my mom's age than yeah. mine. I don't need this. And he's been lying with his I age don't the need Stassi. So <laughs> <laughs> like season six, he's like at Tom Tom. He's like I'm turn- turning forty, and everyone's just like, wait. <laughs> I haven't seen any of, of his tweets. Uh, yeah, he, he blocked me. So I've been asking you, what has he been saying about it? <laughs> I can't see. Everybody <laughs> is blocked by Jax. Everybody's blocked by Jax. I only haven't been blocked by Jax because I have so many Twitter accounts. <laughs> I mean, on my I can't be blocked by anybody. Yeah, I can't be blocked by anybody because I have too many accounts on every form of social media. <laughs> I didn't even add him. I just said Nobody his name after too much wine, and then he found it and blocked me. I'm just like, I didn't even add you. I was just saying. 
Oh my God. God, he's so ridiculous. I just, so I'm, I'm excited to have Kristen back. I, um, I think that Kristen kind of got swept up in Stassi's bullshit. Yeah. Personally, I think Stassi showed a lot of her like racist tendencies throughout the years. And like, Mm -hmm. she deserved her firing because of several instances and Kristen like did this one thing with Stassi and then got fired over like at the same time. And I didn't. Yeah, really. Yeah, exactly. Like you dumb bitches Um, over Jack's. You really going to call the police on faith over. If anything, the cops should have been called because they were (sighs) fucking in front of that old woman. She was taking care of. That's the cop. Exactly. Abuse. (laughs) Senior abuse. God. I know. Oh God. Ew. So gross. Oh God. I was telling, who was I telling about that? I, maybe my therapist. <laughs> I was maybe telling my therapist about that the other day. I was like, oh yeah. And then these two, they were like, oh yeah. I think it was my therapist. And she was like, oh my God. What kind of show um, is that? Do they air it? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she watches all the, she watches Bravo. She just doesn't watch Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> so she gets it. She should start. Um, Okay, so, but Jax and Brittany, I guess, so Jax tweeted, he was like, he was like, see you soon, hashtag watch what happens live, and then he deleted it, deleted it, and then he goes, Brittany and I will see you soon, hashtag watch what happens live, which was interesting, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, interesting, uh, but I'm also interested, like, to see what comes of that. Like, yeah, I know that Andy has been bringing like fired housewives and th- people like that, like on to watch what happens live. And even at like to Bravo con and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like he's been giving fired housewives and fired Bravo celebrities more of a platform. Um, but these two, it's interesting because I feel like they've been like so thirsty for so long. Cause yeah. Jackson and Brittany have been pitching pilots left and right for the past, yes. like, five years. One for HGTV. No, their houses were always so tacky. Why would I ever? Yes. <laughs> it's like a media test, too. Andy's so doing tacky. that just so they can see, like, oh, let's see what the numbers are to maybe get them back. Like, they had Lisa Vanderbilt mm-hmm. on Watch What Happens Live, I think, yesterday. And it was, like, really big numbers. Even yeah. Like, what are people going to do with Jackson and Brittany? Yeah, and so and then she badmouthed Kristen, and then Kristen like posted like a snarky little post. But she's always gonna hate Kristen, and I think that yeah, the guest. I understand why Lisa doesn't have respect for Kristen. Kristen was probably the worst employee she's ever had. When she told the manager and Diana to suck a dick, that was so funny. She's at work. That is fucking <laughs> crazy. That is dick. What? <laughs> to your boss? That is a fucking crazy. <laughs> like I, I like beyond reality television. I understand it's a show, but like that is like that is a real place of business during and like, like a nice restaurant. Like, a nice restaurant, an expensive restaurant where like expensive high high rollers go to like spend money. You can't do that. Like that's and and somebody who wants to work in the industry. 
Right. And then the next day, I, I just, want my job back. I'm sorry. No. He told me to suck a dick. Bonkers. Love Griffin. So stupid. Bonkers. So I understand. I understand why Vanderpump hates Dodie. Like, I don't really get why Dodie d- thinks that why Vanderpump should like think it. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you fucking mean? She's crazy. Okay, so I okay, so Lala can't, has been vocal as always. Yes, <laughs> always vocal. Um, I bought one of her send it to Daryl sweatshirts. I, was get one I of thought those that was too. really funny. Um, <laughs> I, as soon as she posted the link, I was like, "Those are cute." Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Um, so. Yes, if y'all didn't see, basically, uh, Rachel slash Raquel sent, like, cease and desist, it seems, to um, each of the cast members, like, personal email addresses, and Lala posted on her stories this video being like, send it to my lawyer, you idiot, what are you doing? And at the end, she ends it with going, send it to Daryl, and then she made merch, because everybody thought it was funny. And I paid $67 for a sweatshirt that says send it to Daryl on it. <laughs> so, that was funny, though. She was so, like, I don't want to see that first thing in the morning. Send it to Daryl. I have a baby. <laughs> honest. Yeah. Fair, to be honest. Um, okay, but also she shared that um, they are not, like, re-editing the season um to like show these easter eggs they're not like scrambling to like change anything to give viewers any kind of like different perceptions or perspective um so that's an interesting little tidbit so i am like curious to see how the Schwartz storyline plays out what do you think is going to happen yeah I'm very interested to see as well because they are already trying to do the whole Raquel and Schwartz and she's like I'm sorry I didn't mean to but then I, I want to see what they're going to do because they're going to be showing them filming and she's already in like Sandoval's my best friend so are they just going to Ra- Raquel said not Raquel ugh. Lala said that they're not going to edit it out so are they going to just kind of just show her like break up with Schwartz or like I don't know what they're gonna do because right. they're they're still filming because James is in the little chair right and the yes. reunion I feel like that so I guess COVID and not go to the reunion Raquel she's like well if she doesn't go to the reunion they'll fire her good <laughs> I think she, I bet she goes to the reunion because I think she is the most desperate for um her spot on the cast she will go to slaughter slash her paycheck she will go yeah i think she will that's my bold prediction i think she goes to the reunion i think she walks in holding hands with tom oh if she goes to the reunion i may have a little bit more respect for her because that is my big no-no is you go to the reunion you show up to fucking work if you don't go to the reunion you're done i hate when you don't show up Yes. Okay. Which I want to talk about that later when we get into our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills discussion with Diana. Fuck her. But yes. I think it's because I can't believe that she didn't show up. I can't believe that that bitch didn't show up after all the heat she brought all season. You want a villain? Here I am. And, and then, then doesn't show up to the reunion. Run away. Girl. I can't. Girl. You yeah. show up. Please. 
Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so I guess that's kind of it on Scandaval tomfoolery right now. Um, we're kind of just like on pins and needles waiting to see how this pans out. I will say that like the girls have been like rallying around Ariana. They seem to be like with her all the time. Um, like especially Katie and Ariana and Sheena. Um, they've all posted a lot, hanging out with her. Um, and it also seems like she's in like relatively good spirits. She looks a lot better than yeah. I would if this was me. I know. And it's crazy because <laughs> Kristen, the only reason I love Kristen, but I feel like the only reason why that she's even doing this, cause she like hates Tom. So she's like, Ooh, let's compare. No. Mm-hmm. So I can, that's the only reason why she's like very much into it. Cause she will shit. Tom is her ex-boyfriend that she will shit talk on forever. We all have one. Yeah. That's just fun yeah. to do. Yeah. Being a good friend. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I did. I loved that on her podcast, though. She said she was like, she said there were people um, who saw this as like Ariana's karma for like losing him how she got him, which I don't see it that way because Ariana and Tom were like kind of forced together. If you watch yeah. the show, mm-hmm. um, they were together all the time. They and- were like genuinely friends with chemistry they were like co-workers who were like forced together and like had this chemistry and like Kristen was just like ah about it and it's like it just like was naturally developing and there was just nothing she could do to stop it but I wouldn't say that Ariana had this like active role in like trying to steal Kristen's man and Um, it wasn't like Lala (laughs) and Randall no yeah yeah it's not the same thing like it was still grimy yes but apparently Kristen and Tom would break up like every two weeks and he was just banging everything around so it's not and they spent like 10 years together it's not like they broke up like six months and later. Kristen fucked Jax yes while yeah. they were watching Chris- um Drive by Ryan Gosling <laughs> on the couch and Tom was in the room that's even worse oh yeah yeah, I mean, so that whole thing is just, like, a wash. But people were saying that, and then and Kristen was like, I just want to say, like, that the only people who, like, the, the karma is not a part of this, and the only people that are going to get their karma in this are, like, Tom and Raquel at the end. Yes. Like, this is not a thing on Ariana's part. Like, she didn't do anything. Um, and I thought it was nice of her to say that. Um, and she actually made it less about her than Stassi did on her podcast, Shocking. which... <laughs> I think says a lot. Yeah. Cause they, I think says a lot like considering a lot. it's actually Kristen's ex-boyfriend. And Stassi has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. And Stassi's just like the same thing happened to me 12 years ago. Exactly. When I was housing this homeless 40 year old man at 23. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who I never, who I broke up with myself. And like, didn't mourn for a second. Yeah, like, what I are you talking new about? Boyfriend the next day, like, I, it didn't make it. The next day, just insane. Just absolutely insane. Okay, all right. It's it's Real Housewives of Potomac time. Um, I just finished the three part reunion yesterday, and it it um it turned my pussy out. <laughs> So good. I was 
screaming at the television. Um, I loved the husband segment. Um, I loved, uh, like, loved slash hated the part with Chris and Giselle. So I want to kick off that with just talking about that storyline through the whole season. And as two married women, um, two two black women, two black women married to white men. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, wanted to get your opinion on this whole Chris Bassett is a is a creep storyline that was kind of brought out to us by Giselle and Ashley and like how um, Candace and Chris handled it in general. I um, just a small thing. I number one didn't understand why Giselle was uncomfortable in the first place. Yeah. Um, I understood Ashley's perspective way more than Giselle's Mm -hmm. and didn't understand why Giselle's storyline took up the entire season and Ashley's was a blip. Like, what do you think? Giselle, I think Chris did nothing wrong. I don't think so. I think that Giselle had really nothing else to really talk about. And so she was like, okay, let me do this on camera like seven months later. The one thing about Chris, though, is that he's doing all this like cornball shit on Twitter and going on all these podcasts talking about it and being like yelling and screaming. Like, I understand how he's upset, but you are the victim in this situation. And it was handled. The producers had your back, even when Ashley brought in her stupid ass friends. They had your back. You were. I don't think he thought the producers were gonna have his back. That's true. I don't think he expected that. But when they were showing like Deborah not looking at Chris, that was. If I was Deborah, I would have fist fought Ashley. You're not gonna bring me on this show to like stir up some drama that didn't even happen. And have the internet dragging me, calling me Sesame Street in a Muppet. And embarrass the fuck out of me. Embarrass me. Ashley had a mm. bad season. Oof. Ashley did not have a good season. Because um, her thing with the Chris yeah. and the Let's, Instagram, too. That was... I don't think Chris wants any of that. I don't know if they do. Here's, here's what I'll say. I don't think that he does either, but I will say that, like, it was... I... I I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. Before I saw the um, the little scene of Ashley going over to Candace's house and that where they were like kikiing about the hockey player, mm-hmm. I didn't know that Candace and Ashley were really cool like that. They so once different. I saw that, it really put it into perspective for me, and I was like. exactly but if they hang out like that and chris sees them like that then i was like i understand now why he messaged her like that yeah and if he we've just never seen that on camera in that way yeah yeah and he he was like like, should have come out like yeah 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 come to the yeah oh the bar ashley was being my light Ashley was grabbing straws, and I did not handle her. I did not handle Ashley this season. It was just like, girl, what are you doing? I go, you literally go through a divorce, and your pod, and your not your podcast, your 
storyline sucks and you only got 30 seconds. Well, the thing about Ashley, for me, okay, she kind of fits into that category I was talking about earlier, like with Sheena and Lisa Mm -hmm. Barlow and those people where it's like, I like her, but I never like really agree with her, but I'll take her a step down from those people and put her more in like a Lala Kent bucket. Oh, yeah. Where I'm like, she's like unhinged and disrespectful and needs to go to therapy. And like, I actually like sometimes get really angry with her, but I like still kind of like her. But sometimes she has a whole season where I'm just like, fuck off. And this was one of them. Yes. (laughs) It's like she's like a step down from all those other problematic faves. Like, everybody was yeah. on her side when it, she got divorced. But she's really good at manipulating people. Yes. She... Yeah. But she doesn't know how to, like, close yeah. it. Yeah. Like, the whole thing with the divorce. I was like, oh, yes, Ashley, girl, get your coin. You have those two kids. You have the prenup, whatever. Come to find out. I knew she wasn't going to. She's not getting to. shit. <laughs> she's not getting anything. No, because she got... She got married to that man when she was, like, 23. I, of course she signed a prenup. She, she's so stupid. He is gross. She's just a little pageant girl. And then why so did gross. she break up I with mean, Luke? I just don't know. Like, um, Okay, well, because, they talked about that at the reunion, but it was really quick. Yeah, it was so weird. That sounds like Luke broke up with her because Michael, sounds like Michael was kind of like uh, showing up because he, he has, has a key. key to her house. <laughs> Which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like Michael was, yeah, just trampsing all over the place. I don't get it. But Ashley, I just like, I want to like her so bad partially because she looks like me. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, girl. Like, I, um, I want to like her so bad. I'm like, she looks like me except for her forehead's bigger and so, is her, so are her ears and her hair. I'm jealous of her hair. Um, she has a lot more of it than I do. When she but, does her hair well, um, stunning. She, but she wears these fucking wigs. These the fucking wigs. They're so bad. She'll only. She will not spend. She will spend. She'll pay thirteen thousand dollars on a mortgage, but she won't spend more than forty five dollars on a shake and go wig. I and then she said it was her mom's wig. So you I'm your like, mom I'm like. <laughs> That's my mom's wig. That, uh, I have to tell you something. That bit, that little granny wig was better than the wig that she wore on the reunion. <laughs> I hated this deep. wig so bad with the deep part. Yeah, it was like a. With the, this deep part. Like that right there. I did not. Mm-mm. Not with that forehead, girl. Not with that forehead, girl. Mm-mm. A mess. Wendy no. just ate them up. No. Why? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love Candace. Me too. Candace is my, I, Candace and Karen are my favorites. I love Candace. Yeah, I really love them. I love Karen. The thing um, with Candace is that she yes, literally me too. cannot I, stop. I adore her. I feel really bad for her. Candace or Karen? Wait, I relate to that though. T, like Candace. Yeah. Candace. <laughs> 
but she'll she'll okay she did this at the reunion i actually wanted to bring this up you're right so she um at the reunion so they had their colorism conversation um and then they they talked later let's just talk about that actually and then (laughs) and then i'll get to what i was gonna say let's just let's just talk about the colorism conversation because i was really mad after and i mean here I'm real light, (laughs) but, uh, but, uh, you know what? I I can definitely have a better conversation about that than those bitches. That was crazy. Like that was fucking crazy. Um, I will say that I loved that. Oh my God. I mean, I think that my mother, my white mom could have done a better job than some of those bitches. Um, I will say I love that Andy Cohen was like, I'm just going to like give y'all the floor. I love that the producers called them and were like, how do y'all want to do this? Do you want to have a moderator? That was really cool. Um, So shout out to Bravo for that. Bravo did a good job, but the Real Housewives of Potomac, I'm disappointed. (laughs) Um, Frankly, I guess I'm disappointed in like the state of Maryland. (laughs) Giselle was being dense on purpose and it was pissing Um, me off. She was being, like, obtuse on purpose. You knew exactly what the fuck Candace was talking about, but you were just, like, being dense on purpose. The green-eyed bandits, they know exactly I would venture to say... Oh, yeah. I would venture to say Robin and Ashley, too. The only light-skinned woman up there who... Well, even Mia. Mia and Karen, um, you know, were with it. But yeah, the blue-eyed bandits and Ashley, and as the person who looks like Ashley, I was really frustrated by that. Um, but basically, it's they start out by Candace like reading the definition of colorism. And by the way, I didn't specify this. We didn't specify this. We're talking as if the listeners <laughs> know. At the reunion, the Real Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> had a discussion on colorism <laughs> because it came up a lot during the season. So that is yes. what we are discussing at this point in time. Um, but yeah, so they start out by reading the Miriam Webster definition of colorism and agree upon it. And um, Candace starts by kind of like spilling her guts. And she's like, mm-hmm. I feel like I am labeled as the emotional and aggressive and over the top and like, you know, mouthy one when, you know, my counterparts like Robin, when she got Robin, like exhibit all the like, same behaviors, but are not. Yeah. Well, she says she's like, footage. she exhibits all the same behaviors, but her feet's not held to the fire in the same way that mine are. And then, yeah, they roll the B roll, but then, they're like, well, I do though. Y'all do say those things about me. But then Candace is like, yeah, but you're not like held accountable in the same way I am. And they just are like refusing to hear her. Yes. And Andy said um, that to Candace and then, multiple times before. Like when it comes yeah. to how Andy's been um, like they're kind of like refusing to listen. Yeah. It, it's like, um, and then Giselle is like, but what does that have to do with your skin color? And Candace is like the way that I'm treated. It has to do with my skin color because 
I don't feel like people call out Robin for being aggressive. No. And to me, she is by far the most aggressive and dare I say ghetto yes. on the cast. Um, she is by far like the one that is most down to fight. She is the one that has the most conflict. She is the one that I think is the most unlikable because she is always in a conflict. And she's just like, um, like rough, like, yes, like always like up towards Wendy in people's faces, neck movement. Yeah. Stood up towards Wendy had to be held back. And then she and Sharice both lied and said that she didn't have to be held back. And And again, I think all of that goes back to colorism. Yes. Yeah. And then nobody sticks up for them. And I do think that not only, and here's what they didn't even touch on that I think is really important to touch on is that they don't even talk about the fact that I think they think that the light skinned women need defending and they think the black, the dark skinned women can handle their own. Yes. The dark skinned women. It's like, it's like, they've got it. They're strong. They can, they can hold it. it. They can hold their own. They've got it. But the but the light skinned women, oh poor them, they need defending because what happened when Wendy and Mia got into it? Those Robin bitches. was like Robin was like, Wendy, you need to calm down. You're in you're antagonizing. After Mia threw a drink. <laughs> you're antagonizing. Like just fucking insane that Robin had her flash on filming and then after Mia throws a drink, two light-skinned women making overt, aggressive gestures, and all Wendy is doing is verbally defending herself, and they're like, you're antagonizing. Yeah, you started it. You're antagonizing. I go, you're not saying anything to her. And then even though I don't like Giselle, I do kind of appreciate that she was like, I don't like her. I don't like Wendy. That's why I didn't care, which is disgusting, but honest Uh, yes but i think that the i think the other girls didn't expect her to be like that and they were like really like disappointed in that they were like when she said that they were like oh gross like they didn't think that she was was gonna gonna be that that honest i as a viewer recognize that in her because i don't have a relationship with giselle (laughs) you know uh in the way yeah yeah. And I, who said it? One of them said something. I think one of the Green Eyed Bandits said something about how can I be colorist if I'm black as well? When literally, that is the whole point of the fucking conversation. The definition. That's literally the point of the conversation. Yeah. It, it was, I think it was, it was Mia saying because she had, she has a dark skinned little girl. Yeah. I think. And then just and Giselle was like, I yeah, I'm raising a dark skinned little girl too. Um, or dark skinned little girls too. And it's like, yeah, and then it's like, yeah, Giselle, but like you do exploit your proximity to whiteness in every way. Look at your fucking hair. Like that's the thing for me about Robin and Giselle is like your hair is always blonde and straight. I peep it, okay? I peep that your hair is not, like, not only, you like, you can't do anything about your eyes, you know? Yeah. I don't expect you to wear, like, contact. brown color contacts, <laughs> but, like, 
the fact that your hair is always processed and straight shows me everything I need to know when you're that grown. And, and your daughters see it too. Yeah. I've never seen your daughters with their natural hair either. When Katie called them out like the first season about like being like bi- biracial and they got so pissed off. Girl. And, and, like it's true. You guys are like light skinned woman. Robin is a white woman. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Ugh, I almost quit this show during the first season during that whole argument because like that whole this whole argument obviously is very like inflammatory to me because I hate when like my blackness gets challenged because I'm like you don't know what my life's been like and you don't know what like you don't know what like they're being mixed is a different challenge than being black but it's a challenge nonetheless you know and like and me being mixed like doesn't make me not black you know what I mean it makes me less black uh like percentage wise but not culturally yeah. You know, tell us about being um, a mixed child in Texas. Tell the people, educate the people about <laughs> <laughs> like exactly like, do you know? And whenever people are like, well, you were like raised in a white family. I'm like, yeah. Do you know what it's like to be a different color than the rest of your family? No, then don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking hear it, man. Like, you don't know. Um, but anyway, so that whole con- the whole like thing with Katie pissed me off because I feel like they exploited Katie's like quirkiness and weirdness and like drew a parallel with it to whiteness mm-hmm. to like turn the black audience against her. If that makes sense, yes. Because like she's weird, she's and they were like, today. "Look how like weird and nerdy she is. She hates herself." And it's like, she's just weird. She Let her be weird. It has stuff. nothing to do with white or black. She's just odd. Yeah. She's an odd individual. She's just a weird girl. And so I, I hated that from the beginning. Um, and the fa- and I never got the vibe that Katie was like, like a coon. <laughs> <laughs> I never got like Katie. I never got that to Katie. Katie's either. not like. Katie's just like, I'm biracial and so are y'all. And they're like, no, I'm not. And they're all like mad. And it's like, y'all are blonde haired, blue eyes. Exactly. Show us your parents quickly. Let me see a photo. <laughs> and then, and yes. And thank you for bringing that to, because at Robin's wedding, let me tell you the screen that I scrumped when I saw Robin's <laughs> parents on screen. Both of her parents are whiter than mine. Both of her parents are whiter than both of mine. I don't know which parent of hers is supposed to be black, but they are both whiter than both of mine. I guess. She looks like my mom. I took a picture of her on screen in that in that wig. Doesn't she kind of look like my mom? She does. In her when within her when she has that wig that's like black or um it's like auburn yeah. with the like white or the blonde highlights. She literally looks like my mom. I took a picture and sent it to her and she was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this bitch claims she's fully black and no. bullied the biracial girl. And Jenna is a bad bitch. She caught dead in that wig. <laughs> she, had, she FaceTimed me the other day. She was like, because she had just gotten her hair done. She was like, she finally cut it the length that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. 
but yeah, that was that shit was crazy. And and yeah, when they showed her parents this season, I was like, bitch, I knew it. I was like, where? Black where? Why did this bitch think she was fully black? Because she never they never really showed her like a little Please. bit of like a sepia filter on her parents. <laughs> we all know. Yeah. We all see. We clocked that. Yeah, in. I was like, I was like, now which parent is supposed to be black or b- both? both? Really? <laughs> That's insane. Insane. Okay. Okay. So that, but the colorism conversation, it just, to me, it didn't, and they cut it off so soon. Yeah, I think it was like, like six a minute at the top. And, and Candace, she like got it off her chest, but it seemed like nobody even really fully heard her. It felt like she was mostly argued with and it felt edited. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and really, it concluded with Ashley basically just saying, <laughs> with <laughs> Ashley just saying that she acknowledges her privilege. And then Candace like starts crying and is like, it just makes me, it, you have no idea how much it means just for you to even acknowledge your privilege. And I'm like, that's it? That's all it that's takes? That's it? Because the bitch next to you is not saying shit, Giselle. <laughs> She's not saying Yeah. Anything. I'm like, that's. I'm like, that's all it fucking takes is for her to just be like, I know that it's a little bit easier for me to be lighter than you, but. Anyways, moving on. Like, it was a good start for a conversation, but I feel like they needed maybe a little, a moderator. Like, come on, get the, get the black PA. Atlanta girls. And just like sit there or get the Atlanta girls. Find somebody from Atlanta. Kenya. Bring Kenya in. Kenya just cuss out Giselle and move on. <laughs> Keep it pushing. She's like, look. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God, please put Kenya up against Giselle. That's what I need. But yeah, I was just disappointed in that conversation, especially because Giselle has darker skin children. And like, I felt like Mia was more open than Giselle was. Karen got it. Karen yeah, fully, Karen she fully was trying to. And I was, like, loving what she was saying. Uh, she, I think, like, has a very similar view to me. And, like, I, like as a lighter-skinned person is just kind of like, listen, like, it's all about – it. She, she said exactly the, like, my philosophy, which is it's all about listening to the people who, like, hold Are affected. that, like – Yes. So whatever. So listen to Candace is basically what she was saying. And that's like my perspective. It's like, I don't get to decide what's real and what's not. I listen and act accordingly. So period. And it's great um, that Candace. And so has, I loved that Karen said that. Yeah. I always love that Candace has Karen in her corner because Candace makes the point mm-hmm. and then she goes left with like you and your dwindling uterus. She goes left. Candace, Karen was there to kind of like help and yes. like be like, so what she's trying to say is this is it. Yes. Like she was like an, an interpreter, if you will, for Candace. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that brings me to what I was going to say, which is that like what she said that like kind of veered off, um, that was later. It was during the Chris conversation when they brought the husbands out mm-hmm. and Chris was out there. And Candace is like, she kind of like brings it around to the like sexual assault or sexual misconduct thing, which mm-hmm. I agreed with yeah. when she says like, you're the reason that women don't like to come forward because like 
you know, whatever. I did like kind of agree with her point there, whatever. Um, but then she's like, well, your proximity to whiteness, like people are going to believe you because you know, whatever. But then that to me was such a left turn because I'm like, your husband's white. Your husband's a white man, and that trumps that way trumps. Giselle, like you can't do that. Like you got it. You can rein it back in. And like I love Candace so much because she is like a thesaurus. She's like your gutter snipe bitch ass. And then I'm just like, like rail it back, rail it back. You got her. You got her. Yeah. The dwindling units. I was like, no, Candace, you almost got it. You were so close. Even Andy was like, behind I the know. Cards, like, oh no. Well, at that point, she doesn't have a uterus. Yeah. Like at the point, at the time that they're shooting the reunion, she has had a hysterectomy. And she they just did the segment when she said it. <laughs> so you just said that after yeah. she was crying about her hysterectomy. Now you're like, with your busted ass uterus, bitch. I'm just like, oh God. <laughs> Which honestly, I just, that's another thing I actually like wrote in my notes that I like, I was like, I don't understand these bitches attachment to their wombs, to like, to their uteruses. Like, because Mia, which I do, I want to talk about Mia's illness journey. Oh, okay. Which, and, and everything else. And more, I want to, I want to talk about Mia in general in a second, but Mia said during her thing, she was because they had found like lumps and stuff and fibroids on because I have I have uterine fibroids like Giselle um so that's gonna be me <laughs> later on in life so <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um yeah um but yeah so when she was talking about that I sympathize and whatever. And, but she was like, I just, I don't want them to like take my lady parts. Cause you know, I just don't want them to take them. And I'm like, why you're done having kids. You're done. Why do you fucking care? You know? And also like, you could have a flatter stomach if you didn't have your uterus. Like you're done having kids. I mean, I don't even have any kids yet, but you know, if push comes to shove, you can scrape me out like, like a jack-o'-lantern. I don't care. You can <laughs> get rid of all of it. Like I honestly, fine <laughs> every every month when my period comes as somebody who doesn't want kids and i'm on my period started today tmi but whatever I, every month when my period comes i'm like i'm gonna do it <laughs> like come on i'm gonna take it out i'm take it all out but a doctor won't even i'm in texas yeah no <laughs> you think you think i can just walk in somewhere even with these fibroids in my uterus you think I can walk in somewhere and be like, yes, I I couldn't even get my husband to sign off on it. They'd be like, nope, we still yeah. want you to, you know, pump something out, sure? something, some babies out. <laughs> yeah. God. But my friend Renee is going to do it for me one day. She's an OBGYN. Oh, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's in residency. She's, she's going to do mine too. She's going to. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they're, all their attachments to their lady parts are so weird. I didn't really understand it, but you know, whatever. Okay, so I want to talk about Mia, and I want to talk about Ashley's divorce. There's a lot of, like, illnesses on this show and, like, health issues and whatever. And in general, I've noticed that these ladies copy each other a lot. There's always themes on this show. And this year, it was illnesses. 
We got we had kidney stones, we had hysterectomies, and we had Mia's mystery illness. You're sick. I'm sick too. Mia's, <laughs> yeah. Which I believed, I believe Mia's mystery illness halfway. I believe half of it. Like I, it was just the different. That's the thing. Maybe because I'm just a little bit of a skeptic, not because of the whole Brooks cancer situation. I'm just like, yeah, we need Megan King Edmonds on Potomac to see if Mia really has it. Because she was like, well, they had it, then they didn't, and they didn't anymore. It just kept being so mixed around. So I didn't even really yes. know what the fuck she was even talking about. Because it was just a different to story. To me, yes. Here's, here's what I deduced because, I again, I have fibroids. So, and she never makes sense when she talks, but... I don't think it's always because she's lying. I think it's because she's stupid. I think sometimes she doesn't always retain the information that she's given so that she only is able to like spout off certain talking points that don't always connect. Like because I, board of her. Yes, which I am <laughs> going to get to in a minute. I really think I have, I really think I know what's going on. I really think I know what's going on. So hold on on that. I'll just a second. But on the, on the, health thing to me it sounds like she has some like mysterious lumps because I have those in my breasts and in my um uterus and I have to get them like monitored I don't have the like other like sickness and like rash stuff that is so like concerning yeah to where I'm like oh my god do I have cancer instead they're like I got a biopsy you know, mm. and like I, I get my stuff ch- and I get, I get my stuff checked and they're like, you're good. And I'm like, OK, you know. And so to me, I'm like, they probably did the same thing with her. But then she's also having these like other problems and she's like attributing them all together. to this stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because it sounds like she had like the rash and then like they thought that she might have had that other thing that um, had to do with her. um like the breast implant illness Mm -hmm. that they were talking about at the reunion. Like that sounds plausible to me. So I'm like, I, it sounds like she just isn't like, she doesn't have all of her thoughts there enough to really, it didn't make any sense what she was. She was like saying three. Yeah. I just think she like, can't relay it. Yeah. I think, I, I don't think she's lying. I think she just can't relay it correctly. And she's getting information that she just like can't like retain and like regurgitate in the right way. So I don't think she's intentionally lying about her illness. I do think she's exaggerating it for the camera and for attention. Yeah. I do get off that. And I think, I don't think she ever was actually scared she had cancer. No, it's kind of like the, when Kim Zolciak had cancer and then they said they were going to test for it. But then she ended up not mm-hmm. having it. But she told everybody she had cancer. And everyone's like, wait, what? And she right. goes, but I actually didn't. I go, you waited six months until she didn't have it after they told you, like, it's in three days. That's literally yes, exactly. what happened. And that's, I think it's exactly that. That's my guess. Now, about the board thing, the business thing, I'm getting vibes. I'm getting vibes. Um, I think Giselle is onto something when she was like, it sounds like there's some embezzlement. I don't know about if it's embezzlement or actually I think it's money laundering. 
She has the gall um, to talk about money laundering. Giselle Bryant with that fake ass restaurant Pastor Holy Whore bought for those girls for their like fifteenth birthday. That's like six hours away. Yeah, I know. Money. I would not spend money laundering this. <laughs> I would kind of get well. Well, that's it's, why she said true. embezzlement. It's different. Oh, yeah. Embezzlement and money laundering are different. She accused her of embezzlement. She didn't say money laundering because she's laundering. Because she's laundering. Money. <laughs> well, she's I like, think. Oh, I know, girl. That's not what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoop. Yeah. No, I think they're all laundering money, but I think that through the joint and um okay so here's and here's why i think she couldn't explain the like members of management and ceo thing i think that she's ceo of a couple of the joints but she's not ceo of the joint chiropractic yeah but i think of a she's probably like general manager of a couple of Mm. them or maybe even like a region even like a like a yeah. maybe like southeastern region CEO something like that, I'm sure. You know, I I worked for a restaurant group for a time, and they had something like five CEOs because you were like CEO of different concepts or different regions or whatever. So exactly, she That's might, probably like it. she might not be lying about that either. She might just be confused because <laughs> she's dumb Wendy but then and also face, they're just like what do you think candace laughing on the side of the couch <laughs> and wendy just like but that i was kind of annoyed i was kind of annoyed though because i was like they're intentionally misunderstanding her because i kind of understand what she's trying to say but i also understand what she's trying to cover up because when she said we have this heavy hitter partner in virginia mm. and then his brothers took us off the like management and then they're like well then what do you mean they just like you can't just take somebody off management yes you can can. on an llc yeah if you if you have an llc and it's like and you have like four members which is what she she it sounded like there were four owners on the llc and then four board members yeah and like a total of eight people like running this thing is what she was trying to say but she's again dumb and can't say that poor thing was trying um, and they're all just <laughs> laughing at her <laughs> and they're all like you're an I, idiot but i would be so angry <laughs> i know I, I hate mia i think she's crazy i think she's a liar but during this segment i actually felt bad for her because i was like i actually think that there's some truth to what she's saying and i think that she's not talking out of her ass i think she's just a dumb girl and these girls like have no empathy for her no dumbness like she's trying and that's to me way. not fair <laughs> like it's yeah not fair like that to me is not trying. fair yeah because it, it's like it, it but what it sounds like is that they got some partner involved that was maybe investing some money that was maybe they took it out <laughs> dirty money yeah, I think they maybe like took some dirty money that they were gonna like launder through the joint, um, and then they were taken off to avoid getting in. Yeah, because everything's gone. Like they don't yeah. have anything. Like I really, and why else would you do that to your brother? Yeah, something when it's like his, when it's a family business. Also, I'm watching Ozark right now. Ooh. So that might be why I think this, but I really think, (laughs) but I really think that 
that's like that's why and they even said on the show they were like that's very housewives you they know like people crimes, do that all the time if you are committing a crime don't go on the show because they always find out but it's always the dumb people who do jen and like i just <laughs> ugh, did you see her journal did she smug like how is she journaling from prison smuggling in phones i was like what <laughs> she's gonna be on prison time i don't know Oh my god. And and it's all just like she's acting like she's acting like she's the only person like going through this. It's like, you know, there's like a everybody there feels the same way. That's why there's there's that's why there's prisons. There's more than mul- there's multiple people in there who did the same thing. She's in a white collar prison. It's yeah. not that bad. I think it's not that bad. I wonder if she's in the same one as um Julie Christie, because she's in one in Lexington. The same no, one as the she's guys here. In cheer. Oh, okay. She's here. She's in Bryan, Texas, um, near near Texas A and M. Oh God, <laughs> that's poor thing. Bleak. <laughs> poor, <laughs> yeah. poor thing. Ill. It's bleak down there. I know. Gosh, it's yes. bad. Um, okay, so now I want to talk about Ashley's divorce and Robin's marriage. God, I was so happy that they brought up the Juan Dixon thing with the player and like the catfishing mm-hmm. thing because I thought that they were gonna take it out, but Andy's pissing her, and so are the producers. They were giving Robin her lashings. They were letting her have it the entire reunion. Well, they're really mad about the Patreon thing. They're really yeah. mad that she like held out on them for the job they're paying her for, and then like put T behind a paywall. They're, they're all not start happy doing about that. that. They have to... And Juan clearly hates her. They're Juan not going to start doing. They're making example out of her. They are yeah. not going to start doing that. <laughs> they're like, oh, she's done. Juan hates her. The one thing. Juan um, will always some do people walk were away saying. <laughs> He's like, and yell done, at her Rob. on the phone. I'm done, Rob. I'm I'm done. I'm out of here then leave i also i keep seeing people on the internet be like i think that the dixons have like an arrangement but i do not think that i think that robin is dumb 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 and then the watch what happens live there was nothing physical and andy's like and you believe that she's like yeah girl and ebony's face is like i don't like ebony at all but she was just like girl you know he's cheating and karen said the woman who looks like like me She's so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> Karen is so dumb. I I love her. She's like she's like she has blonde hair. She looks like me. <laughs> and Ashley was like, <laughs> Ashley busted out. <laughs> I love Karen though. She's so shady. She's shady without being like cunty. Yeah, which is why I love about her. I respect that. We are gonna get to because I am so annoyed with them bringing in Charisse, but finish up Juan and Robin. Yeah, well, we will get to that. God, yeah. Okay. So I I guess I don't understand like how Robin like convinced Juan to want to get back together. Do you think he like wants her money? Cuz they were always still living together even when they were divorced because they had no money. But then mm-hmm. he got that job coaching and everything so they can easily go their separate ways. But are they going to be those couples that, like, get divorced once the kids 
grow up, which somehow people think is better to stay in a terrible marriage. It's not. And wait till their kids grow up, they can see their dad cheat on their mom every two days. And, like, this fake-ass wedding. Ugh. But they've been together since they were, like, what, 17? So I feel Right, like that's why I'm like, is it... I was gonna say, is it codependency? Or is it, like, comfort? Or both? I don't know. I guess, because there was, like, I think it was two seasons ago, he hated her so much he could not even look at her he was like get out of bed i still like don't i don't see any affection between the two of them like i don't i i and then he doesn't show up to the reunion and he's like she's she's like he's working it's like coach shaw has never missed a reunion no and he's packed 12 Sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> like he could show up. To Pack work. twelve. Yeah. I just yeah. And he show he him. shows up for his criminal wife, and will stand by her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Harry just, Harry Hamlin shows up, girl. And Harry Hamlin think you are? is the busiest man in Hollywood because of his wife and her hoarding problems. <laughs> and that's <laughs> why. Their so house dead. has rats. He has to work. he's gonna work till he's 82 i just don't understand okay at all i don't either okay but ashley's divorce so the prenup i'm not surprised about the prenup honestly um i guess i'm i didn't like the conversation at the reunion so like when andy was like grilling her about the prenup I felt like I I guess because she still seems so like brainwashed. Yeah. Um and it felt really uncomfortable to like watch her um still defend him. I know. And she I got sick to my stomach when she was talking about I had a coochie craving for Michael and like her telling those fans yeah. After this man literally fucked you over and had you signing all of this shit, which if you watch Housewives, you know you don't just sign things, Teresa. That like they got an <laughs> yeah. LLC with the house and they to bought the house, house together. So technically it is mm-hmm. his house. And I did love um Candace's little like read back to I loved that. She was like, Ashley was like, well, when my kids are 30, they're going to have a house in her name. And Candace's like, you don't. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't, yeah. bitch. Well, she got such shit for her mom helping her. And, like, and I think that the reason that it hurt Candace so much is because it really was more shaming Chris than it was shaming Candace. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, it, it was like emasculating Chris and like shaming him more than it was really like, like shade to Candace and ultimately that's what it's all it's always been that it's always been Ashley trying to be like my husband's better than yours when really her husband is a piece of shit um so here's my next question to you do you feel like Michael Jarby is gay yes but I also think he's just for the people just for this like when he the reason, the fact that he was still even on the show, 
after it was on camera, him grabbing a producer. Like, that should be grounds for a dismissal, but they just kind of exploited that. I mean, I don't think that he... I think he did he did not want a baby at all because he has like 18 kids already i didn't know he had other kids he has a lot like i think what i think some kids may be older than ashley i don't know if that's true i probably just made it up but i feel like i know he has other kids oh my god how many times has he been married He had two children before 16. Inside Michael Darby's first marriage. No, thank you. (laughs) I think he's just such an odd duck. I just don't understand it. And like, I wanted to look at how much money he has. Like that dumbass Australian restaurant. Yeah. Oh, they're like unknown. They like are they like don't have names. I mean, I wouldn't want to. My dad's up out here being a fucking diddler. I'm not not gonna put my name on there. And the ex's my- name isn't known or anything. There's like nothing known about his wife or like his life in general before. That's so weird. That's good. The fact that that idiot's trying to sue Candace too. It's on camera. You can. I, he didn't girl <laughs> yeah bananas okay yeah okay so tell me your thoughts about um Charisse being brought back i don't fucking understand it and i i know it's a show i know that's their job it's a show but if someone doesn't like you why are you going to constantly just like stalk them around and when they're like I don't, I don't fuck with you. I don't want to be friends with you. And she's like, why? I didn't just expose that you went to rehab and that you're sucking dick for chicken tenders and that you're cheating on your husband after I don't want to be friends with you. Like, I don't understand her point, but I feel like the reason why they're bringing her in is because Giselle and Robin are don't like Karen. So they're like, we're going to bring back the real grand dama of Potomac. Charisse, No. The only reason why that she even left the show is because she's getting a she was getting a divorce and didn't want all that shit being said. Like I don't understand her purpose, and it was just useless. I mean, it was a good fight. The the fight in Mexico was really good, but I just don't get why she's there. And I understand it Karen's was. frustration because I would be like, I don't fuck with you, and I don't have to like you. I'm like yeah. sixty years old. Why are you like constantly trying to be my friend? I don't fucking like you. Go away. Yeah, I thought, I think it's weird as well. I think that, um, I understand that at the reunion, they made it very clear that um, Sharice is friends with like literally everyone else but mm-hmm. Karen. Which is fine. Um, which is also interesting. And I don't really understand how that happened <laughs> because. It seems like, hasn't Sharice fought with everyone, though? Yes. But they said that how Sharice was, like, the reason how that group got together. <laughs> so I thought. 
that's she's the reason why they're all together now. Okay. Which is fine, but I don't see why. Why well, do you see why? Because they're they tag team each other with Giselle and Robin. They're like, yeah. oh, we gotta get this in to get mm-hmm. at Karen, and like, oh, we're always close. We're always really good friends. Blah 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 blah. That's not true. It's such a lie. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that. Sharice bothers me because I, in the same way that Robin bothers me, really, I I feel like Robin and Giselle, um, I feel like I get a twinkle in her eye when she hurts somebody mm. or when she like provokes somebody, yeah. she gets like a real like, like zest. Like I got you. Um, yeah. And I, that's something that I like dislike in a housewives character I prefer a housewives cast member to get provoked as opposed to a provoker. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I completely but especially when it comes to Sharice, it just didn't it wasn't it was pointless. Like the entire thing and they just and Karen shut that down. She was like, No, we're not gonna talk, discuss this any, anymore. Mm-hmm. And then Giselle was like, No, we are and Karen was like, I'm not you can she goes next question andy i'm not gonna talk and then she's like you don't even acknowledge her with robin i love how robin and giselle are dumbfounded at the social media backlash they have been getting they did not expect that they did not expect to get (laughs) because they because they are like oh old school og popular girls that have just never like had their feet held to the fire in like any capacity and like welcome to the 21st century ladies like and i think giselle in the is has really only just like been made fun of for her fashion and this is the first time that she's getting any like real backlash and like Robin's been called like boring and stuff, you know. She's it's like oh yeah. she's just like Giselle's side, but, <laughs> but they've never, yeah I know, but they've never really gotten like, you know, and like they dragged. Never gotten, like, they've never <laughs> so that I think they just like, yeah, they don't know what to do with it. She's like and the fans it, don't see they it. Don't know we how see what we see. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, to me, like, they're very calculating, and um, I t- also, they're really the only ones that hold, like, can take no accountability. It's um, so frustrating. I feel it's like all the others the are able to kind of, like, hear feedback. Yeah. Like, they yeah, just don't it's know too what much. to do. It, they're really, like, not fun. It was hard yeah, to watch they, they get, like, they've gotten to the point where they're not fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Especially Giselle. I am exactly. sick of Giselle. It, I it's am. frustrating. I am sick of her. And I used to kind of. Me too. Because I do love Giselle. She's and Karen, funny. But not. I was sick of her this season. Especially the whole yeah. Wendy thing. I was done with that. Yes. I love Wendy. I have a lot of respect for Wendy. Um, and I'm really sick of her getting like framed as this like vi- villain i don't understand do her anything. villain label she didn't even do anything and i mean i do have a i know that's why i'm like i'm 
they've always been like shitting on her, which is kind of going back to the colorism thing. They've been always shitting on Wendy all the time. She didn't do anything wrong. They're calling her aggressive. And then when she got her, she's talking about being a doctor and all of her degrees. Ah, oh, you need to talk about your. Yeah, they're like, she. What kind of doctor? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. She's a black woman with four degrees who is on the news, which is why I'm wondering why she has so many fucking jobs. Cool. It's cool. Like, it's really cool. But like, you don't need to be like. They just always. They've never liked Wendy. But they tolerated her to, to get her to be on their side. But then once they realized that, oh, she's not going to be with us, they're like, let's attack Wendy for doing literally nothing wrong, for defending her. Yeah. Dad. I think they're all deeply jealous of Wendy mm-hmm. because she's accomplished in her career and she has a successful marriage. And I don't think any of them um, can say that. Yeah. Her so husband enjoys her company, like so she's, she's a threat. Her husband <laughs> likes to spend time with her yeah. and doesn't hate her Yeah, on the screen. Yeah. So they're just like, they cannot stand it. God forbid. God, Giselle fucking pisses me off. I get so angry when I just like think about Giselle. She's so stupid. She's going to get this <laughs> a big shake up because they're pissed at both of them. And then did you hear that Eminem is suing them? That That's like real. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand why, because when they showed their live shows, there were like 25 people there. I swear to God, I have more listeners than Reasonably Shady. <laughs> like, it's going to damage the brand. I don't think the people, the Eminem stands and the people who listen to Reasonably Shady are like in the same Venn diagram circle. I don't think that's the two. Yeah. No. But I would love to see them in no. court together, though. No, Eminem, <laughs> you don't have to worry about them. <laughs> they look alike with that blonde hair, blue exactly. eyes. They probably have the same mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. All right. Okay. Now it's time to move on to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in the post Rena era and our. Predictions, reactions, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, first of all, let's just talk about last season in its entirety. Number one, do you think that Rena deserved to be fired? Yes, put on pause. It was a lot and it was dark. <laughs> and I love it me some dark. Kathy Hilton. I love me some Hiltons. I think that, I think Kathy said some old-timey slur that no one's heard in, like, 75 years. That's what I think happened. But, like, that's what Erica was trying to say she did. But, like, the thing is, I know Rena was like, all right, I need this. I need this storyline, whatever. But Kyle was like, I understand, but as my friend, can you just let it go? Can you just, like, move on? And Rena was like, fuck you, Kyle. So not only did she piss off Kathy Hilton pissed off Kyle and just the entire group and alienated herself and then you have her henchman Erica like I think there needed to be a shake up and I don't think that Rena and Kyle because the fans love Kathy and they want to keep that going on so I don't think that they can have Rena right now on the show 
Yeah. I I definitely felt like watch after watching the season play out, once she said the line about like, I'm gonna get sick and get cancer and die because I can't keep this in any longer, I was like, Oh, she's gone. That was the nail in her coffin. I knew when she said that, I was like, she's done. But I just can't believe that we are seeing Lisa Rinna leave before Erica Jane. I know. That is just like long-term shocking. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I am flabbergasted about that. Um, But I think it's better to have um, this like, this, single dragon instead of this like three-headed dragon yeah that we had of like erica renna and dorit's like mini head off the side there yeah, um dorit was kind of like breaking away and like you know was, like she acted like she had some sense at the reunion because dorit was like All yeah right, this is enough but i even like with the cast photo that they yes. posted, you can kind of see the dynamics and dorit's kind of like in the body middle, language like with, with, with the good kids yes. and then like the bad ones <laughs> over on the other side Dorit's like yeah. um, let me kind of move over here just a little we scoot to the side yeah yeah it was the season was hard to get through and I think that Diana's part in it made it even harder I think had she not been part of the cast last season it would have been an easier watch, but I think between Dorit's break-in, which was suspect, um, Diana's involvement, and then like the the racist attacks on little Jax, um, Erica's drunkenness and attacks on Jax. It was just so um, dark. All the stuff, and then Lisa exposing Kathy. Yeah, it was just, it was such a hard watch of the season, and then like the reunion was chaos and um I think like after it was all over even though like Lisa was clearly the most unhinged like the person I came away the most angry at was Kyle I was so pissed off at Kyle so tired of her if you don't stand the fuck up (laughs) and defend your sisters like and then you always For cry once. about how they don't talk to you because you let Lisa Rinna just come in and just destroy mm-hmm. your family. I was like, stand up. Yeah, if she's you such want. a middle child. Yes. You have to stand up for what, what? which do you want more? Do you want to hang out with your family or do you want to be buddies with, with Rinna? Popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, pick a lane. Yeah. And stick to it. And it's just like, this cast just needed to heal. Like, it was just like so much. And I don't listen to this podcast because I hate Teddy, but I did see a clip where Teddy was saying that um, Sutton and Garcelle, like, pander to the fans. Needed to humble themselves? Yes. Like, Sutton literally said on camera. Teddy. I fucking hate Teddy. Sutton said, I didn't I do not give a fuck that Dorit got robbed at gunpoint. That's not pandering to the fans. Sutton got shit for that. No. Just, everyone just likes her. Everyone likes Sutton. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The person who panders to fans, people who pander to fans, I'll say, 
Kyle and Dorit. Yes. That's who panders to fans. I Are you kidding me? I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, you're exactly right. Sutton is, just as Diana said, is clumsy with her words. She's very, like, off the cuff, very honest. I don't think rehearsed in any way, shape, or form. No. That doesn't, like, she, I don't understand how she panders to fans at all. And Garcelle is just, like, a healed, evolved individual. So she's, um, in other words, likable. Yeah, people just like her. I mean, Sutton maybe <laughs> should be more rehearsed because she needs to talk to Erica without fucking crying. Like, she needs to be more. Yeah. She needs to get, because yeah. the way that Sutton just lets Erica punk her out makes me so mad. Like, if you don't clap back at this broke yeah. bitch in those earrings, just say, so, like, <laughs> stop hiding behind Garcelle and say something to her. Sue me with what money? She goes, do you want to get sued? Oh my okay, God. try it, please. Sue me. Who's going to be your, be your lawyer? Not yeah, your husband. Please try it. <laughs> Did you see that Raquel at first hired Erica's PR firm and then they fired her? The fact that they would rather have Erica Jane than Raquel <laughs> to represent yeah. PR says yeah. everything. It says everything we need yeah. to know. Again, yeah, and Erica outlasted Rena. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, there's gotta be some people see something in Erica. I guess like it's that she doesn't really like. I was gonna say she doesn't lie, but she kind of does. But she doesn't overtly lie. She uh, omits information and she twists yeah. information, but She'll she doesn't like really like truth. outright. Yes, but she doesn't, like, full-on, like, uh, you know, make shit up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I guess it's noble in this when that, group of people. When she was drunk and was singing during Christmas, that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. I was like, okay, like, I know you're kind of not the best person, but you can stay, because that was hilarious. Like, can we yeah. take Asher for another season, but just let um, Diana, like... <sighs> just because i just loved how he was like you can't read those girl but she had the script like i'm just like something's up diana had the potential but she's just like a terrible person like she had the had the connections and the money to be a great housewife but she just not fun to watch and and she had poor sutton rattled she (laughs) Sutton was just like <laughs> well she was like she didn't just like not like Sutton she like wanted Sutton dead I was like worried for Sutton I was like the Bosnians are coming for you right like, like when Erica the Bosnian mob cut. is coming for you in the night <laughs> yeah yeah and she yeah. And, and Diana's like because she is and did that like stupid little laugh and Sutton just started just crying I'm just like if you don't <sighs> lock those tears up because I've been watching dance moms save the tears for the I know girl. I was like, do not save the tears for the pillow. Yes. Yes. I'm dead. I feel like even Uh, Garcelle was like, bitch, you got to (laughs) stop. You got to lock it up. You got to stop I know. She's like, you got to toughen up. I know. Garcelle like never cries unless it's about her boys. As she should. So what do you, right. Yeah. That stuff was heavy, 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 heavy. Jax. I hated that. 
the Erica stuff with Jax was like. They had no empathy. Like you they see, didn't get it. With, with, with pencil. Pencil cover it up. And then that's when Sutton, not Sutton, Garcelle clocked in because Kyle was like, you should have edited out Diana's name. And Erica, not Erica, Garcelle was like, are you fucking kidding me? My son yeah. is getting racist attacks. Mm-hmm. You want me to protect you all? Because yeah. we've all been I love that. We've all been there. When she yeah. turned <laughs> around, she was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, oh, yeah. yep, I've. Imagine if that happened to yeah. Portia or Jagger. It would have been a wrap. Erica would yeah. have been off the show if she would have told Portia to go fuck herself. Can you? Also, Erica can't stand when people, like, say anything about cops because just her, like, son is a cop. And we don't even know her son's, like, goddamn name. I know. She, like, are she you kidding almost- me? She almost slit Eileen's throat. She like she was ready to, f- <laughs> yeah, she was ready to throw hands in Amsterdam. Are you kidding? God, but I just the hypocrisy. I cannot because it's hard to watch it because is, you literally it makes my head hurt. I'm just like, wait a second, like you just mm-hmm. did this, like it's so. This season, like everyone needed to heal because this season honestly felt like it was like six months long. It felt yeah. so long. It, this one was really hard to get through. It was really hard to get through. And I feel like this, I feel like this is the franchise that gets away with the hypocrisy the most. I think because it's so rampant that like each of the cast members and Andy like don't even have the opportunity to call it out every time that it like comes up so that they, they like get away with it more. <laughs> you know it, what I'm saying? It would be like seven parts if we did that. Yeah, exactly. It would be so long. Is that enough time? So I always, yeah, and so I always leave the seasons kind of dissatisfied, but this one I was really like, damn. <laughs> I was really like, damn, I feel like like nobody but, I felt like the the Richard sisters got their feet held to the fire and nobody mm-hmm. else did. I felt like Kyle and, and Kathy really had to, and Renna even, a little like about their, their situation specifically um really got grilled um but other than that like i feel like dorit got off real easy this season she made off um, like a bandit camp counselor dorit mm-hmm. she was like i feel like you should talk to kyle's like, i don't want to hear from you right now and she's like all right i'll shut the fuck yeah. up because i have <laughs> that's basically what she I know. I Dorit has is probably now my least favorite on the cast now that Rena's gone. I used to hate Dorit during like the Pantygate thing with Erica because I like I really liked er- er- Erica. I have never done a mm-hmm. full one eighty on a housewife as much as Dorit. It was Kelly Dodd. You like her now? To, and then I and then I went back to Ugh. hating Kelly Dodd. I was we like, gotta I talk. Was, we gotta talk about that after this. Jesus, Mary, and that's, that's what we. That's what we gotta end on. Yeah, <laughs> that one's bad. Stupid bitch. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> God, how is she even? I I can't. I don't want to. Honestly, whatever. We'll just we'll just jump into that now. Whatever. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they're filming now. They just started filming. So does that mean it's coming this summer? 
I feel like it. And then they're. I don't even. I know they're bringing in some new ladies. I'm excited. Um, just because. Yeah. I'm they. Excited. They're bringing it. They're going on a cast trip. You can all. You can kind of see the dynamics of the photos. I don't know how this happened, but Erica and Sutton got put together for a photo, and you could just feel like the. There's like a big ass gap in their picture of them <laughs> together. They're forty. Yeah. Like, arm around is just like all right i'm gonna stand right here yeah but i'm excited we're gonna have a, a brunette dorit because she had a good season with the fans so she's gonna think that she's queen b because kyle kind of got a little bit of a lashing so now dorit's gonna i don't want to see a lot of dorit even though her kids are funny and pk is like she just annoyed shady. me so much <laughs> I hate PK. Ooh, I hate PK. Something with, he's in like my in like shady, like that shady. DUI type thing, and didn't even like tell her. But I did love when she read him for having like four diet cokes at like ten a.m. and he has diabetes. That was funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny. She's like, he's like, I like Diet Cokes. I'm like, same, honestly. Like tea. <laughs> I have like two Diet Cokes a day. Yeah. I'm a Diet Coke girly. Um, okay, so last thing. Yes, this Kelly Dodd, Heather Dubrow latest bullshit. Heather Dubrow's child um, recently came out as transgender and renamed himself to Ace. Um, and Heather announced this on Instagram, reintroducing her son as Ace. Um, it's her youngest, right? Is that right? Yeah, it's the youngest one, yeah. He's like 12. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, 12. Um, and of course, Kelly Dodd, um, who was Heather's former castmate on Real Housewives of OC, uh, like, of course made this stupid shitty bigoted like podcast i guess with her stupid husband who's like a former pundit on fox news about how like heather's like not a real mother and like why is she letting her son do this and was intentionally misgendering the child and all this yeah. Kelly and Heather, I mean, Heather literally sued Kelly like two years ago because she said that Heather's son gave her COVID. And so Heather's going to sue Kelly again because <laughs> she was like, well, this is a child. Why, why are you going to wait for him to say when he's ready, when you're saying it right now? And Heather's like, you think I didn't talk to him and say that? Yeah. And yeah, so Heather responded in her own podcast and was basically like, obviously there was an outpouring of support, but there was a lot of haters as well and didn't like name who she was talking to, but was, yeah, like, no, was like, what did she, how did she address Kelly in her podcast? She didn't mention Kelly by name, of course, but she did just kind of go point by point about what Kelly was saying. She was like, I am an amazing mother because I'm allowing my children to be free and express themselves and make a safe space for them. 
the reason you think I didn't talk to him and before I just said it out loud, like we talked about it and yeah. I asked him if it was okay if I post this so people stop like miss and people could stop misgendering him and using the dead name. And mm-hmm. that's and he's also yeah. not the first trans um kid in the OC universe cuz Alexis Jesus Jugs Bellino her <laughs> son has is trans, which is I think a wild development because Alexis was high key awful when she was on yeah. the show, just with like so ass backwards and like everything. So I was like very pleased that Alexis was so open and welcoming, and not even it's not, it's not like applauding a fish for swimming, just being a good parent and being a good person. <laughs> like just yeah. being just a night a, I just don't understand what Kelly's constant beef with Heather is. Like you don't. Well, don't it also just scares me because she's a mom, and it's like so. If your child came to you seriously, like you would just be like, "Fuck you." I guess it's just like I. I guess I understand not. Um, I or not I understand, but I. I hear the criticism of posting about it, I suppose. Same. Um, but but Kelly is right that it's like, well, f- we are a public family and people are using the wrong gender and the dead name. But yes. I'll, like, I don't know. It's just like, I just think it's so insane, like to be a mother herself and to criticize heather for honoring what her her child child. yeah and at 12 it's like don't act like at 12 you're not familiar with your body don't act like at 12 you're not familiar with your wants and needs don't act like at 12 you're like so in the dark about your sexuality like sure you may not like you know, know the full. fully understand your like sexual like prowess but obviously like at at 12 you know um you know what gender you are by 12 exactly and it's just like i just don't understand the punching down to a child being 12 you're already yeah i was thinking about when i was 12 i was going through some shit with my body i was on you know, Dude. the ED Tumblr, the live journal and everything. And mm-hmm. that was me being a cis hetero girl. I can only imagine piling mm-hmm. onto that, me being trans and having some random bitch who my mom didn't get, get along with seven year, years ago just start dunking on me for no fucking reason. Like Publicly. Publicly. Publicly to strangers. Who are just like, yeah, An yeah. adult lady. I yeah. don't even post your, that. Your, I mean, your children anyway. So I'm just like, I just don't. People like post their kids all the time. I'm not a big fan of that. I know. But I guess if you're in the public eye, you kind of have to. But I was just like, when I saw that, that pissed me off so much for Kelly because I was like, Kelly's awful, but she was good TV. But then after that, I'm just like, no, bitch, fuck you, stay gone. Because that's how are well, you? Well, I also here's the thing. I, I, the thing about me with 
Kelly also in about like protecting children. I will never forget her first season on the OC and her talking about how her husband at the time was a diagnosed narcissist and she was raising (laughs) a child with him. Yeah. So I don't fucking want to hear about how you're such a good mom and how you like protect your kids and protecting children and all this shit when you were knowingly raising a child with a diagnosed narcissist. I have some books for you to read. Yeah, you can send them to your PO box. Yeah, some job applications. (laughs) (laughs) You're both unemployed. Neither of you have jobs. Yes, Uh, the worst. I cannot with her. Boo! All right. Well, I think that's a good place to end. Uh, This was great, and you have 30 minutes till Drag Race starts. Um, (laughs) So there you go. Um, I'm going to watch Sibling Watchery. <laughs> That's how I get my drag race news. I watch Sibling Watchery and um, The Pit Stop, but I don't actually watch Drag Race, which is a, that know, is so a crime funny probably, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, wait, I what? just like hate competition shows. I, I hate competition shows because I hate like actually like, first of all, I, I hate anything where like there are judges because I like to be the judge. So that's part of the reason why. Um, and I always disagree with Michelle, 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 Bichot, Michelle, Bichot, Michelle, Bichot, Michelle, Bichot. Michelle, Bichot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One glass of wine and I can't say Michelle visage. But yeah. So, um, so I just have to watch the recap. Otherwise I get too mad. Yeah. And I also do a good recap, maybe too much. Cause I'll like text you just like, a thesis on what happened and you're just like what the fuck are you doing yeah but it helps but it's great because then i and then i watch bob and monet and then it all makes sense or i watch the pit stop and isn't it bianca right now Mm -hmm. yeah i love bianca bianca i love her i love it she's so funny and she's so old and it's funny because every (laughs) single guest is like you're so old And she like is old. Every single like, guest that comes on, she will just say whatever the fuck she wants to. And people, like people on Twitter, are like mm-hmm. Bianca, that was mean. And she's like, I'm like a 60 year old man in a dress. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, great episode. Uh, and well, I'm sure that we'll be talking about uh, yeah. Scandaval slash tomfoolery for weeks to come. When the new uh, shit comes yeah. on. God bless. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Yes, we'll have you back again soon for sure. Thank you for coming on. Bye. All right. I love you. Love you. Bye.